With us today is Mario Ikenumu, a banker from London, Zurich, New York, and uh, to give us an update of what's going on in Europe and uh, and what's going on in Europe and what's going on in Davos. Uh, good morning, uh, Mario Ikenumu. How are you today? Yes, good morning, the Cats Roundtable. I'm very well, thank you. Uh, several interesting things to go over and to cover uh, with respect to the uh, to Europe uh, today. Uh, the first is, uh, if you recall, a while back, President Biden had introduced in his uh, Inflation Redu- Reduction Act uh, $350 billion worth of subsidies to entice European companies and other companies to come to the U.S. and invest in alternative clean energy. Well, Germany and France have now decided that they're going to fight back and that they are actually asking the EU to redirect the recovery funds, which was that 750 billion euros uh, worth of money that were being distributed to the EU members, uh, to redirect that recovery fund to actually subsidizing companies to remain in Europe and to uh, pursue the same investments that they otherwise would in the U.S., Uh, The reality, however, is I suspect it won't work because at the end of the day, the U.S. continues to have a cheap supply of energy versus the uh, EU, and therefore many of the European companies will continue to stay. Um, Another thing that's interesting that's happening in Europe, and this is important also for the Americans to know, uh, if you recall, the European Union bought a very, very large amount of Pfizer's vaccines, roughly 30 billion euros worth. And now the uh, committee in the European Parliament wants to investigate uh, how this agreement was reached. Uh, They are going to be inviting the European Commission president to appear before them and to answer questions specifically about text messages that have been lost and heavily redacted documents that have been provided because they believe that the European citizens are entitled to more transparency than what the European Commission has provided with respect to um, the purchase of these uh, vaccines. This is important because this is probably the first time that the European Parliament is openly uh, going to try and challenge the European Commission uh, in order for the European Commission to provide more transparency. And this comes on the back of what's called the Qatar Gate, uh, whereby many of the European parliamentarians are concerned that EU citizens feel that there's not enough transparency in the EU inst- institutions, and they want to make sure that these EU institutions continue to serve the interests of the now, European people. I understand uh, at Davos... Uh, that uh, the uh, CEO of Pfizer was mobbed by reporters and he uh, just uh, kept going and would not answer. I mean, there's a lot of information coming out. Uh, I think we talked about about a year ago that the federal government was trying to go into federal court and lock up all side effects of vaccines uh, for 75 years. Have you heard much about that? Uh, No, I've seen the same uh, video clips that you have as well. Uh, The reality is the CEO of Pfizer was also asked and invited to come uh, and present himself in front of the European Parliament in order to answer questions. And I believe he has been asked twice, and he has not appeared. He has sent some rather low-level people, uh, according to the European Parliament, to appear, but he himself has not. And that, therefore, is why the European Parliament in this particular committee that's investigating wants to now call the European Commission president and to have her appear and answer uh, questions. 
Uh, with respect to DeVos, now that you have mentioned that, uh, it's important to note that there are three very large players, the largest players missing from Davos this year. Breaking news! Specifically the United States, President Biden, and um, uh, his people have not shown up. Uh, China's uh, premier, premier has not shown up. The president of China has not appeared. Uh, he has sent a rather high-level delegation to tell the world that China is open for business, but he himself has not appeared. And then, of course, Russia is not there. So it's very difficult for uh, an event like Davos in America, we say Davos. Which one is it? I, yes, well, uh, that's a very good question. Is it potato or potato? Yes. I, I don't know. Uh, you can take your pick. We, need a, little, we day, need a little humor on a Sunday morning. Yes, we do. In fact, you're correct, we do. Uh, I do want to touch on a couple of other things, if I may. Uh, these are very important as well. Uh, Spain's prime minister is calling on France and Germany to enter into formal discussions with Russia to end the war. Um, this also comes on the back of the German chancellor saying that he will not be providing tanks to the Ukraine unless the U.S. does as well. And thus far, we know the U.S. has said no to sending any tanks or heavier uh, weapons and equipment to the Ukraine. The Kremlin, for its part, and through its spokesman, Mr. Peskov, has said that if any tanks are in fact sent, that this will be deemed by the Russians as an escalation by NATO and the West, and he stated that all these tanks would be destroyed before they even were deployed in the field uh, by the Ukrainians, um, which I find interesting because uh, thus far they have the uh, Russians have been destroying a lot of the equipment that the West has been sending. And uh, one has to wonder if the Ukrainians are fighting valiantly, but they're not, they don't know how to use the weapons and the equipment that's being sent. Does it make sense to keep sending equipment? that the poor Ukrainians will die in uh, and ultimately will end up losing the war because they don't know how to use the machines. So I think people need to start asking some questions about when this is going to end and how this is going to end. Sooner would be better than later. Erdogan, Turkey. Now uh, there was some discussions amongst certain NATO leaders. Is Turkey really on our side? Have you heard anything on your end? Well, we know that Mr. Uh, the Foreign Minister of Turkey, Mr. Davutoglu, went to uh, Washington and he met with Mr. Blinken, uh, and he was hoping to be able to return to Turkey with a uh, commitment of, of the U.S. providing the modern F-16s to Turkey's Air Force. The U.S. has thus far withheld informally announcing this. We know that President Biden has said that Turkey will get the modern F-16s and that Greece will get the F-35s. However, no actual agreements have been signed yet with respect to Turkey's F-16s. And uh, I believe that America, and ultimately America has to do what's best for America, feels that unless they provide these F-16s to Turkey, Turkey will turn to other sources to, su to supply themselves with the latest generation equipment, one of those sources being Russia. And, of course, the U.S. is very, very reluctant uh, to lose Turkey as an ally in that part of the world and as a member of NATO and to actually bring into NATO uh, Russian equipment. So uh, I think understood. that the U.S. is looking and playing the long game. I think ultimately my personal opinion is that Turkey will get the uh, modern F-16s. Um, and uh, the one question we do need to ask ourselves is, and if we don't think that that's the case, we need to take action, do we want Turkey to be a member of NATO? If we do, then Turkey is going to have to get the F-16s. If we do not, uh, then um, Turkey 
will leave NATO and will not get the F-16s. Uh, if Turkey does get the F-16s, they're going to be given under severe conditions, conditions that the U.S. is going to impose on them and is going to tie their hands with, with respect on how they can use them. So I think that America will do what's right for America and yeah. for that One matter. One more question. John Kerry is in Davos. And uh, is, it, is Iran still on the table? Uh, I'm sorry. Is Iran still on the table in what way? So, uh, I guess the United States keeps wanting to help Iran. Uh, I haven't come across anything, but that doesn't mean that, okay. uh, that, that I'm... T- Next week's subject. Next week. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Mario Economo. An update on what's going on in Europe. Europe affects the United States, and we'll catch up again in the near future. Thank you. Enjoy your Sunday. Thank you. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.